Welcome back. Happy New Year from Fighting for Justice. What up, everybody? This is JJ. And Dave, back with New Year. Same old-ish. Yeah, yeah. New Year, same shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, well, even though we say same same old-ish, but uh, there is going to be a lot of new things coming. We have a lot of um, exciting things for you guys coming up this year. We have a lot of guests coming. There's going to be hopefully some new music that's coming out. Shout out to my cousin Lamont Span. Yeah. Um, we're working new on song, man. yeah, we're working on a new song so that you guys will hopefully be jamming out to another, hopefully an album, not just one song, but a whole album. <laughs> where we're, we're trying to work on that, so it's going to take us a little bit. We have some great guests coming up this year. We've mm. already got some. Judge Sawyer is going to be on again. Absolutely. Suave Gonzalez. If you guys don't know who he is, look him up. So you're prepared. It's going to be a great one. And we have a, I mean, we got, we have a lot of guests planned. It's going to be a fun year. Yeah, we have a lot of big names planned. Hopefully we'll be able to get them throughout the year. So stay tuned. Uh, one big announcement now. Listen, I don't know when, but it's coming soon, right? We're going to have a new website, All right, It's going to be fightingforjustice.com. A uh, lot of fun, you know, it's going to be a lot of easy place to find us. It's going to have all of our prior episodes information i mean you know how it goes you've been on a website one cool thing is we're gonna have our own merch which everybody's got it right you gotta represent yourself gotta have it um but once we get it up and running you know we'll let you know and we'll let you know what you can get on there exactly and and guys as as for everything else this is only going to be successful we are only going to um, be as successful as you guys are going to help us support us so please like comment follow look out for these things oh absolutely um, and that's one thing i forgot the website is going to make it easier for you to contact us with questions or participate whatever it is yep so we we're going to do uh some some live events coming up we have some events coming up so make sure guys there's a lot a lot a lot of information that's going to be coming out this year there's a lot of great things coming out so just stick with us, spread the word. That's all you have to do is watch and spread the word. Yeah, we do the rest. We take it from <laughs> there. So we're going to jump in. Um, <laughs> there's already in the new year been some craziness with um, our Congress. <laughs> and so obviously, guys, you understand that as attorneys, we want to make sure and try and explain to you guys kind of in everyday language, what's going on. Sometimes people may not understand uh, the world of politics. It's not very convoluted, um, but sometimes because people just don't have time to really kind of dig in and figure yeah. out what's going on, that's kind of what we're here so that we can be the that kind of uh, middle ground to help you guys understand what Congress is doing, why they're acting like children, which usually they are. <laughs> um, well, so, I think the first thing... The whole McCarthy thing, right? I mean, we absolutely. Have, we finally have. Well, we have a new Congress, right? Republican yes. controlled, small majority in the House. Yep, in the House only, right? And then the one thing that you know you're tasked with as the new party when you're when you get voted in, you get in there in the first day in January, you got to pick a speaker, which is usually pretty easy, right? Especially because the whole world of politics, you know, they kind of groom the next speaker, like Kevin McCarthy. Just like Hakeem Jeffries now is mm -hmm. the leader for the minority, they're 
that's kind of your grooming, right? Right. For when the Democrats take over. So McCarthy's been in, you know, they've been working with him for at least two years. So normally this would be easy, right? Right. You get a vote, you get a majority, and you have your new speaker. That's not what happened here, though, is it? <laughs> well, definitely not. And I want to back up and make sure everybody understands. Um, basically, essentially what happens is that in the House, right, uh, just as you were saying, the Republicans were kind of uh, Kevin McCarthy. Like he he did his time. Yeah. Right. And yep. it was supposed to be his time to be the speaker. Correct. The Republicans have the majority and he was the majority of their pick. So he was basically supposed to win. Yep, and I'll even break it down a little more, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like it's an entitlement, right? Anybody can be nominated as if you watch any of the hearings. I mean, you saw it, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody can be nominated. doesn't matter. Right. The one one little side tidbit that I brought up to you because I didn't know this was a thing. And, I mean, I'm not sure a majority of Americans actually know this. I didn't know. Is that you can vote for somebody that's not even a sitting member of Congress, Right. right? Which we saw. Right? Mm-hmm. Because Matt Gates from Florida nominated Donald Trump, correct? Right? So that's and that's really what I'm saying. I mean, they could nominate me or Jonathan. Oh my gosh! And then so, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but no, that was they also. Uh, so as we, were, me and you were talking about it as we we're watching it, mm-hmm. texting back and forth. But essentially, they would give these long speeches up front, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say who they were going to nominate, correct? And then people would clap always. Yeah. And I'm like, what are they clapping for? And so I had it on mute when I was talking to you. So I, I listened to it, and I hear this guy. Um, I don't even remember who he was, but he was talking about how we could have uh, the first black chosen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, correct. The first black speaker, speaker of the house. Of the house. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, he's making this argument, but then right after that, he he had used a line from. Um, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Yeah, correct. And then another Republican gets up and basically says, like, why does it have to be about race? And I couldn't understand why. I'm like, okay, I, I kind of understand. This wasn't – I don't know why he made this about race. Well, the here's the here's the best part about this, right? Because at the time that this speech was given, Hakeem Jeffries was nominated. Right. And I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to remember his name. It's Donald something, right? He was the Republican pick that was right. black. I'm confused how that doesn't just go for both of them, right? How does it just go right. for your candidate? Right. Like, oh, you realize if you vote for him, he'll be the first. Well, what if? Hey, what if we just? What if we vote for him though? Right? Wouldn't he be the first black speaker of the house? Exactly. It was, but it was it was much more likely that uh, Mr. Jeffries was going to be the first black Correct. because he has all he the has democratic, democratic vote. All he vote, needed right. was a couple Republicans. And honestly, watching this, like the one thing that I do think is kind of sad. And again, we don't know what's going on behind doors right like the media makes it seem like they're not getting along right and they're fighting about everything and listen i don't i don't necessarily believe that's true but then again i'm not going to sit here and speculate okay it's negotiating all i'm saying is is we had a beautiful opportunity in my opinion for both sides to get together if that was the case right right and now i'm not saying hey pick a democrat right i'm not saying that right republicans won but maybe they could have picked somebody that was neutral to both sides, right? Right. Now, they the funny thing is, is for our viewers, it's important to you. They did this in Pennsylvania, right? They just did this last week, okay? They picked an outside, well, I believe the person was Republican, but then switched to independent, right? And they are the Speaker of the Assembly, and essentially, they're just neutral, right? And they oh. set up like a power-sharing agreement because they were like, we are going to work together, which 
you know, which is how it's supposed to be like that. Listen, you know, I here's what I'll say two part real quick. Right. Mm -hmm. I I find it kind of odd that the Democrats finally win in PA. Right. Because we did. We have the majority. But then all of a sudden now it's we're going to work together. Right. It, It hasn't been that way in 10 years in PA. I commend the Democrats is what I'm saying. Right. Because to me, it was them giving up. They're just, listen, we're not ever going to talk to you Republicans. We don't care because we'll do whatever we want. And they Mm said, hopefully they said, it's better if we work together. Right. Right. So that it could have happened at the federal level. Now, I never expected it to. Right. I never expected anyone outside of the Republican Party to win. Right. And honestly, I never expected anybody but McCarthy. Right. Eventually. That's that's essentially what they were saying. It could have taken 100 votes. Right. I don't think he cared. Because eventually they would have forced the hand, I believe, right? They would have just said, basically, here's the, we'll vote to change the rules and we'll get enough Democrats. And then when we do, we force your hand. You'll either vote for a Democrat or you'll vote for me. Have a good life, right? And that's what we saw kind of happening right at the end, right? There was only a couple holdouts. It was like four. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they were talking about, right? Like, okay, like if you guys don't get on board, we'll force your hand. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so let me ask you a question because essentially, one thing that I do not like, I understand that essentially they have to have these conversations behind closed doors. They're working things out. Sure. But it is that shield of secrecy that makes no one trust them, right? It's, it is, I don't understand why you can't come out and show us uh, exactly what you're negotiating for. Mm, I agree. Right, like everybody's making it so like the 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 Republicans come out and they're like, well, there's a couple of things that uh, they're asking for, and he's making concessions. He being McCarthy uh, is making concessions to certain Republicans, mm-hmm. and now there's a whole bunch of speculation out here. Yeah, what when did they we agree to? we actually like they're right. agreeing about something. Well, and- so why even like? And this is their if they are the voice of the people, if they're supposed to be talking about the things we care about. Why are they making backdoor deals where we can't see? I agree. And, you know, I at first I was, even when you started saying it right now, I was almost considering saying I disagree, right? But you're you're not wrong, and I don't, for a couple of reasons. It's, it doesn't make sense why you can't just make it public, okay? Right. This shouldn't, we all know that you're making deals where, hey, maybe Jonathan's going to be on this committee because I need his vote. Okay, it's politics. Right. I, I don't understand. I'm, I'm not offering you a million dollars to vote for me. I'm offering you something that's within my purview, right? If like, Except <laughs> the fact that they make it so sneaky makes it seem yeah, as it though they're offering a million dollars on correct. the side. And like, then the problem, I think, that it is the media then can run with it. They exactly. Like, oh, oh, what's he giving away? Oh, the keys to the castle. I must have heard that literally 300 million times. He's giving away the keys. All right. So here's what we know. We don't know. Right. All right. And the thing that sucks is it allows Republican, even McCarthy, like they they kind of gloss over it. Like, listen, all we were discussing is rules. Right. What the rules are going to be for the house. OK, then why can't you just tell us? that? Right. OK, because some of the things that he says. I agree with wholeheartedly. Okay, I'll give you, here's one example of what he keeps telling people that they were disagreeing about as one of his concessions, right? So, and I don't know if this is true. I don't care because this is what he's saying. Whatever, I'm just repeating him. So he says things like the spending bill, okay? He gave an example. It's 2,600 pages, I believe he said. Mm -hmm. They were, it was delivered to each congressperson at like midnight and then voted on at 9 a.m. and passed, Right? And that was one of the big complaints, according to him, right? Now there has to be a mandatory 72-hour period from the time that bills are written before they're voted on so people have time to read them. 
I mean, I would agree with that. Right? How, and that's what I mean. So here's what I'm here's a long way of what I'm saying, right? I believe it just allows for you to cherry pick shit because that's an awesome idea, Kevin McCarthy. Now, I know that's not all you were fighting about for 19 votes. Right. Because that one seems pretty straightforward. If someone was like, hey, man, can I have more time to read a 2,600-page book before I vote on it? You'd be like, of course I don't, you can. Yeah, I don't really believe him <laughs> because, number one, that seems like a dumb thing to fight about. And that's what I'm saying. And if that's what you're fighting about, you should have come on national television and be like, you guys know what we're fighting about right now. Yeah. It's this. And then I feel as though uh, maybe his constituents, maybe, you know, whoever is actually taking the wrong side of that. Yep. A lot of times I heard um, the people in the Senate, people in Congress saying, hey, call your call your senator, call your congressman member and have them vote for McCarthy. Mm -hmm. The problem is, even if you know who your person is, who your congressperson is, you don't know what they're saying in that back room. Yeah, you don't, you don't know what they're actually negotiating. And the weird thing So is, what would you call them and say? Here's the weird thing, right? Until they were able to narrow it down to under, I forget what it was, like 10 people, you actually don't know who was voting for who. Because there's too many, right? Right. There's too many. And because of how, like... You know, if you were in the room, you'd be able to hear your Congress man or woman talk. Right. You'd be like, okay, they said McCarthy or they said, you know, I. but if you watch TV, right, you don't, unless you're paying attention to every name, which they don't show the whole time. So, right. like, you honestly, you're right. Like, you don't even, until they showed, like, the four people, like, these are the four people that aren't voting for McCarthy, you don't, you didn't even know. You, you'd have to assume, like, I guess he's one of them, unless he was one of, he or she was one of the big ones, right? Like Gates or Boebert, right. who everyone knew they weren't voting for McCarthy, right? Right. So, like, it, you're you're not wrong. Like, who are you going to call? What Ghostbusters. Do you think, hey, what do you think they're going to answer you <laughs> to if you have a question? Hey, can you tell me who the congressman's voting for? No? Okay. Like, right. I just, I just don't like when they come, when, like, there were so many of them coming on television, on CNN, on Fox, on MSNBC, as if they had speaking, as if they had their, like, talking points already mm -hmm. when all we're actually discussing is like picking the speaker of the house this and, is and, and, and to put things in perspective put it in perspective here's what i'll say if you're telling people to call their congressperson <clears throat> over who's the speaker of the house you're too late right the, nobody like this is why i don't like the media because normal people no one cares who the speaker is no one cares how they get there okay and then when you explain to every person which every media outlet kind of refuses to do that this is normal Right, that this has happened many times in the past instead of acting like, well, Nancy Pelosi won it on the first vote. So this is strange, right? Or, you know, the last two people only had one vote. Okay. So talk about history. The country's been around a while. It's happened many, 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 many times. Okay. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. But we also act like, you know, the media was acting like, oh, your government's not even working right now. They had nothing planned. They're not in session. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that. so that's what I hated about this whole thing is that any media outlet, unless you watch Fox, just kind of was like, oh, Republicans can't do anything. And I I'm like, dude, this is politics. Right. This it's was, not Republican. It's this was the politics. time where the Republicans, in my opinion, the Republicans' politics were um, coming back to bite them kind of right in the face right now. They were fighting amongst themselves, so it was an easy time yeah, to pick for people them. to pick on them because we were watching them fight with each other. And the thing that I hate, though, is we use, they use the word fight, <laughs> and we use it, right? But imagine if we just use the word, like, negotiate, how different the perspective would be, right? Because, right. like, here's what I'll say. Imagine you and I have to discuss something about business, and we disagree. If somebody came in, you think they would be like, JJ and Dave are fighting, or would they be like, 
No, they're talking about how should they do something. Right. Do you know what I mean? So immediately to jump, like, listen, I have no doubt that like Bo Burton Gates, the one that they love to put on a show. Mm -hmm. Sure. They don't. They were fighting or whatever. They don't care because that's that's how they get their fame. Right. That's mm -hmm. that's their image. Right. That's what they want people to know about them. Everybody else, like, I doubt it was a fight. Okay. We use the word fight. People, it was a negotiation, right? Somebody wanted a committee position. Somebody wanted a rule change. Like, and listen, you can't accommodate everyone. We right. know negotiating firsthand. You don't win all the time. You need to, you, there has to be concessions. So eventually he got enough concessions and was like, yeah, I win because that's how negotiating works. Right. right. And it couldn't have been, in my opinion, it couldn't have been as bad as, Everyone wants us to believe, oh, he gave away the keys to the castle. Because you got to remember, you also had a giant majority of just regular, you know, cons normal Republicans who, if if they felt like their party was being pulled apart by some element, they would change their vote. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more skeptical of it than you are of this at this point. I am of the belief of I can't trust any of it because I don't see why the negotiations are private. I don't trust nah. private negotiations. I don't trust that. anything <laughs> that they're saying because to me, it seems as though they allowed a small subset of their own party to negotiate things yeah, hey which is like listen if you are only 20 out of 220 then you don't have enough people to negotiate anything they did unless you guys are unwilling but to use didn't. any of the 212 on the other side which is exactly what mccarthy said he said that i will not be crossing the lines to get the number that he needs which means he gave them the power to hold him over the barrel. Yeah, man, basically. Maybe. See, that's what every here's what here's that's what how say, I though. see this. I'll say that we can't know because we don't know. <clears throat> or I agree, but the only reason we don't know is because they won't tell us. So no, I'm no, not I... gonna blame me for the fact that they <laughs> won't tell us. That's on them. If they wanted us to know, then they should have told us. I agree. I agree. So I got to bring this up because it's just in politics, right? And I've been foaming at the mouth to talk about this with you just real quick. But Joe Biden had classified documents found either in offices. I know at his house as of today, a third set, right? And now I know you heard this because we already talked about it quickly. But here's, here's the question I have for you. This will be a simple yes or no. Is this... The act of having classified documentation, in your legal opinion, is that different than Donald Trump having classified documents in his possession? No. Okay. And that's where it ends. When the no, episode's that's, done that's and we're not done. where it ends. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I'm joking. But all right. That was the proof of point, right? I, I'm just bringing this up because I want, I'm going to preface it with how I feel. I felt like when Trump had the documents, I said, no one gives a shit and nobody should give a shit. Right. Mm -hmm. If he gives them back, whatever, this is a non-issue. I also said, I can't believe that no other people have done this. Right. It seems like something that can happen accidentally. Right. Right. That's my point of view this whole time. I hated how Democrats blew it out of proportion. I hated now listen, I don't care about the FBI. Two separate things. Right. Because you know, where it gets different and everybody keeps trying to kind of, you know, say these things are different. Oh, well, Trump didn't give back the documents when asked. But Biden did. That's a fact. And I agree. It doesn't make the original thing different, right? Like, because here, having the documents is the illegal part, not what you do after you're caught. 
That is correct. Okay, and that's all I really want to tell people is if you truly believe it's stupid or it's dumb that we're talking about it for Biden, then it's the same for Trump, okay? Because what you do after the fact doesn't change what you did to get in that position, right? So I hear you. And well, well, you. So here's here's where I here's where I, we here's where I things. differ. You may have an opinion that yes, isn't here's, like here's, mine. Here's, where I, <laughs> here's where I differ from you. Is that <clears throat> looking at the totality of the circumstances? You're right. The act itself, uh, like if you kept uh, documents that are what what do you call them? Classified, uh, classified yeah, documents. Yeah, yeah. If you if you kept classified documents and you should not have, then. You're wrong. And it's right. Well, it's technically illegal. Right. There's a so law that, is, that makes that illegal. Correct. Now, most of our laws, right, the the sheer volume is going to change, right? If you mm-hmm. steal a pack of gum from Walmart or you steal 200 cartons of gum from Walmart, you still stole, but we're going to look at them differently. Sure, absolutely. So just in the sheer volume of things, I'm not sure that, like, the acts are quite the exact same. They're pretty close. I'll are be they? honest. Yeah, okay. Pretty close. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah, one that I'm not sure about. But I mean, I could be wrong. And again, somebody tell me. But I like Trump had like ten, and Biden has roughly like. 10. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I know see, they if, found yeah, a wasn't. couple in the White House. They found a couple somewhere else, and then today, you know, they found more. Oh, they found some at Penn. Right. And then they found some at his house in a garage. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's probably about ten. I don't think it's unreasonable. Assume it's probably the same amount of documents. Right. And I, again, more information come out, but you know, right. the facts seem re- the same when it comes to how many, where were they? Because that's kind of the interesting thing to me, mm-hmm. right? Is people were like bashing <clears throat> Trump because they were like, "Yeah, I mean, this fucking storage garage at Mar-a-Lago, anybody could have got in there." Well, I mean, here's here's how I see. It. So let me finish this out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, essentially, here's how I see it: is that to be the president of the United States, uh, number one, it's got to be a tough job. Just, just. It never really st- – it's got to be 24-7, 365 type of job. So, mm-hmm. like, regardless of where you are – and I know how our career is, and we kind of, like, you know, can pull documents from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I could wholeheartedly understand why, like, okay, maybe he went home or he went on vacation and they sure, have yeah. stuff there that maybe got stayed there. I could see how that happens. Of course. I would venture to guess most presidents have, like – and I would agree with Classified you because documents here's the one somewhere. thing that the one thing that Biden said and Trump said that are the same because I know this is true. None of these people, none of them, anybody in these offices moved their own shit. Right, right. right. Trump said, <clears throat> "When I left, somebody moved my shit right to my house." Basically. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. And then Biden basically said the same thing. Right. He was like, "When I was vice president, you know, we packed up. Somebody moved my shit." Right. It's funny though because we didn't we don't accept it from Trump. Well, and then and. Just like we know in the criminal defense, right? Yeah. Who you are, your reputation means something. Of course. The fact of the matter is we had just got done, most of us listening to Trump say anything that he wanted mm-hmm. for four straight years, like for things that we could see videos of, he would come out and then say the complete opposite. Of course. So Trump has zero credibility at this point. So Absolutely. now when he's coming out saying things, anything he says, he basically – it like. No, Most of should, us are like, hey, you should no, be like, it's probably you should start with lying. you should probably start with this is either a lie or <laughs> right. there's only there's fact mixed with fiction. Right. There's nothing that Donald Trump can say now that anybody on the planet should just 
accept as fact. You should always go and fact check Mr. Trump. He said something the other day, which I hold on, real off, quick off topic, but tell me this: this is true, right? He posted on whatever I don't even know what his social media platform is. I forget mm-hmm. Truth, something like that, right? But he said, "Don't blame me for Republicans losing the election." Right, like you know, mm-hmm. how they got hammered and they're trying mm-hmm. to blame Trump. He said, All I did was listen to the voters. They told me they wanted abortion to be illegal with no um with no exceptions. He's like, I got done exactly what they wanted. And he said, As soon as we got done what they wanted, they never showed up, they don't vote, and that's their fault, not mine. And this is the first time I think he actually said something that's just true. Because that's why they got hammered in the election. They got outvoted. They now did. whether or not People didn't show up to vote, or there's just not enough of them to counter, you know, the 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 pro-choice Pro, vote, right? But either way, so, sorry, that's off topic completely. But it's the first time no, where really. I, it's the first time where I was like, damn, like just see, sometimes just tell the truth though, and it, you know, you can tell when somebody's telling the truth. Is all I'm saying. Fair <laughs> enough. Speaking of oh, telling the not truth? telling the truth, man, what a good, that's such a, see, I knew we were going to segue. <laughs> I knew we had to. I didn't Mr. know how we were going to Mr. Santos, bro, <laughs> bro, did like, did anybody teach you how to lie on a resume? Like, I mean, he took it to the extreme, to the extreme. I mean, Yo. is his name George Santos? Can we get a birth certificate? That I, you know what's funny? I made that joke because I was like, God damn it, everybody wanted to see Obama's birth <laughs> <Right>. certificate, and <laughs> no one has asked to see yo, this guy's birth certificate. Yo, this brother said, I will lie about everything. He was like, Where should I start? <laughs> I'm Jewish. Uh, my mother died three different times. I went to these schools. I've had these jobs. I had employees who died. Wait, uh, wait. He makes us look so bad. Like, there, there's sometimes where things happen and then the truth comes out. And as an American, I feel like as you just got to put your hand in your, in, in your face and just go, how did this happen? Correct. How did we, how did we not Correct. check all these lies that are coming out? And he's in, why doesn't he have anybody on his side to be like, listen, just stop talking. Because every time he says something, I don't. he tries to explain away his lie and it sounds so much worse. Everything he says is truly some of the most remarkable shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. Someone like you're, and you're right. Why are you get, why are, I know why you're talking because you're a politician. Right. right? You and, say the, so. and the second <laughs> you like... don't talk, everyone's going to be like, Oh shit. Yeah, it's true. Right. As if we don't know, by the way, but you're right. Like somebody was like, listen, you know, did these employees actually work for you? Right. Because it, from our investigation, we don't believe they did. And his answer was just fucking nonsense. But he, it was his, it, they're all his lies. He, yeah, didn't even, <laughs> he didn't even insinuate some of these things so that he could back, back them track. up and be he, like, hey, no I didn't plaus- actually say that. There was no plausible deniability right. with anything he's he done. He actually said these things like he says that he, he's, he said that he was Jewish and now he's making jokes that, oh, no, 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 I didn't say that. I said I was Jew-ish. Exactly. Do you see what I mean? But like, who who do, who does he run his stuff by before he could like who? There's, who does this he talk is to? this is another like I I feel bad for him because there's no way he has a single friend because no friend would be like yeah yeah, yeah yo George what you're doing makes sense right if my friend George came to me and was like I'm gonna say I'm Jewish I'd be like motherfucker <laughs> your name is George Santos you're from Argentina bro you. 
Roman Catholic, maybe. Like, we got to pick something that geographically makes sense. You're not Jewish. Let's start there. Man, what else did he lie? He lied no, he about, lied about the where four he went people. To school, he lied about where he went to school. Like, you know, and so I told you because I just saw today the first reaction, of course, of politicians is let's pass a law that makes it a felony to lie on a resume. All right. And my head exploded because I was just like, why, why, why start there? How about cr fucking look at a resume? Because there's no chance in hell. What do you mean? All right, let's just walk through it. You're going to make it illegal to lie on a resume. Okay, who the fuck checks it? Because no one checked his. The only reason this is public is because a uh, ProPublica, right, basically a news organization, if you will, did the investigation. Exactly. Okay. And I think that, no I think that what happened, though, is because he kind of ran on the uh, LGBTQ kind of platform, though. See, right. I don't know why they looked into him. Uh, I, I think don't. That, I don't know. I, I believe that, I that is why, because he ran on that platform. Like, my what do you mean? Guess though? is that so there was some because I saw it on the first thing that alerted me was CNN, and I don't remember this guy's name, but I he kind of hinted that he was part of that community, the LGBTQ com community, Got and it. he had looked into Santos. My guess is they were probably doing a story on him uh, to you know like to to do good things like hey we appreciate yeah. like he was he was using the lg george santos was using that platform uh with the pulse nightclub right like he he oh. said i was at another club that was just like pulse that same night he wasn't at pulse nightclub but he was at another i believe um gay nightclub okay so he's running with on that kind of platform mm. they looked into him and then they just found they just happened to find out like hey they went to his school to get uh Got anybody it. go to school with him nobody had ever heard of him they went to his job to be like hey you Got know it. mr santos uh told us he worked here nobody had ever heard of him Got then it. they started getting suspicious like hey how come nobody's <laughs> ever heard of this dude then when they actually looked turns yeah. out everything he said was wrong like he yeah. just I mean, from the moment, he basically inventing Anna. If anybody's ever seen that, inventing Anna, she just comes over here, makes up a whole life, but she's so good at it that, like, she convinces a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like George Santos' story is inventing Anna. He came over here, he made everything up. His mother, where she's from, where he's from, his religious beliefs, where he went to school, where he worked, all the way to Congress. Yeah, he, he rode that wave of lies right to... Winning an election. <laughs> right. <laughs> and had he not shot up so big, if he had just won something that was maybe not Congress. Yeah, he should have ran for a state election. Right. If he had ran for, like, statewide, he probably doesn't even get caught. Eh, maybe. It's New York. But, yeah, you're That's not, true. But you're not. I mean, I. it should leave everybody speechless. It's insane. The question is, is like, how do you stop it? Somebody, they're clearly... I mean, the government has a fucking body that regulates almost everything in this world. You don't like you don't have something that like even checks. Yeah, somebody some, <laughs> there should be someone or somewhere in the process that has to check like but at like, least bro, like certain things of okay, resumes. Here's what on, I'll say. You can't even like build a deck on your house, right? In most communities without providing a fucking blueprint to an engineer. Well, I think here's here's a reason why I'm not sure. I'm confused. Why we don't have or why we probably don't have the checks is because. I'm not sure that there's any requirements in no, the first I, place. Yeah, no, I, and I know I, <clears throat> so I know there's I, really nothing to check. And I know I told you this, right? Had he just not lied, he's not like, applying for a job. So this is the right. crazy thing. When so the funny thing that I keep hearing is like even that law, right? You lie on a resume, and I was like, who are you giving your resume to? 
Like you're running for an election. Like, right. So you're telling me at some point I, once I go through all the standard, I get signatures. I do all that fun stuff. And then what is it like a job? I got to give you a resume. Who cares what's on it? Right. But here's the thing. I, he didn't li- like, what was, tr- I what did Trump's I resume know, say? Right. I didn't know of George Santos before this happened. I, I've never heard of him. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his resume, I'm not, it's not like when you, when he ran, he ran with a resume. Yeah, that's uh, so his, his lies would have come from like throughout the years. Probably, I'm he's a, probably told these people where he. Yeah, you I, know who knows, right? I, I I'm sure more is going to come out about it. I mean, I know all New York Republican leaders have told him like, yeah, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're not doing anything. The thing that I hate is Kevin McCarthy won't say that because here again we play politics, right? He he keeps saying the same. Uh, Keep just saying the same thing, right? He's elected by the people of New York, and I cannot say anything. I, listen, man, I okay. As a lawyer, I understand what you're saying. You're saying you respect democracy and all that right. fun shit. You know you have an opinion on it, and you should. Right. The guy makes you and your party look bad. Right. Here's my thing. I don't know how any sitting member of Congress yeah, like, should be it like all of them should make him feel like an outcast. Well, they do. He sits by himself. Great, cool. He, but he's gonna be on committees. Yeah, he shouldn't. I know. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. No, like yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. You won't. You don't even. This is what I hate about both sides, and this goes. This is everyone. I hate that there's no accountability, and I hate that you're just willing to let your people off, right? Because it's politically advantageous, dude. Mm-hmm. Just be a good person. Be like, yeah, you're right. You know what? I'm the Speaker of the House. The guy lied about everything. He shouldn't be here. I can't kick him out because he was voted. But I want you to know, I don't want him here. Imagine if you just said right. that. Right. I think it gives you credibility. Why do, yeah, what, how does it hurt you? Exactly. And instead of him being like, I don't know what the truth is, well, why does everybody else know what the truth is? You you are a sitting <laughs> right, congressman. Right. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't sit here and pretend that I know everything I was told is the truth, but I find it hard to believe that this is untrue because his answers to the questions when he's asked lead me to believe they are lies because I've seen it too many oh times my in my God. life. This brother said, <laughs> he said he misspoke. Because the four kids didn't work for him yet. Yeah. They were hired by his yeah. by his team and they just hadn't like transferred over to New York yet. Him. And then they happened to get killed yeah, in yeah. the Pulse nightclub. Like like dog, no, nobody's buying this. Nobody's buying this as a master spinner of stories. I'm telling you that you only it. spent like thirteen seconds thinking of that lie. On it, and look at it this way, right? Here's <clears throat> here's what I know. I know that if that was me and that was my reputation and I was a newly sitting congressman, I would bring the fucking people that I'm. Ta- I'd be like, no, no, this is JJ. The part my team that hired those four kids. Ask them. <laughs> I'd be like, ask them because right. I'm a liar. I'd be like, yo, did you hire four kids? Oh, he did. Okay, cool. Did they, were they not? I, and I do. I would. It would be as public as day. I'd be like, you want to call me a liar? But instead, you say things like, "Well, I misspoke." Okay, you lied. It's over. Right. right? Like you, you. I'm not saying. You know. Here's the cool thing. This isn't a criminal trial. You're actually just guilty until you prove yourself innocent. I'm right. Sorry. Right. You're not going to jail. Did, prove to me. Right. But in the that court of lying. public opinion, <laughs> you don't look so good right, right now. Right. Like you look. Your credibility is zero. But you can come on here and tell us anything you listen. We are all ears, Mr. Santos. If you want to come on here and tell us how you you you're being slandered, we are all ears. I always I get I'm so tired because we say it all the time, right? You're innocent till proven guilty. We know that. But the one thing I'm tired of is no, you're not when you're a public figure. 
You yeah. have access to everything in this world. You can get on TV. You can get on Twitter. You can you can access the public better than anybody on this planet. Mm -hmm. If you're being accused of something like this, then make it right. Okay? And since you can't, I'm sorry, you're guilty. Right? Since you don't, if you don't want to, hey, if you don't want to take that little step to fix your reputation, then why should I care? <laughs> like, this is your life, not mine. What they're saying sounds true. Get on TV, tell us it's wrong without lying. Show us something. Show anything. Hey, a, a death certificate for your mother? Imagine the proof where you could be like, I didn't lie about my mom. Look, she died in 9-11 or in December. You know why you can't do that? Because you, you lied already. Your mom either died in 9-11 or some other time. This is what I mean. I mean, it's, I think that there's a, there, there's a lot of things still coming out about it's him, and it's, it's just getting worse. Imagine how disgusting that is, though. You, you are, <clears throat> you're running in New York, and you're saying to New Yorkers, people that are intimately tied with 9-11, my mother died in 9-11. He doesn't deserve his seat. He doesn't deserve to be a politician. He doesn't deserve to be arrested, because I don't care. But no, right? Like, no. Right, right, right. Like, no public, you don't, what do you mean? You get, <laughs> you get our taxpayer dollars? Right, you, that's that's like that's you a, don't yeah, get this position. Well, I mean, I unless you have something else. No, to no, say no, no that, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna. I think what we're gonna do, we're gonna try this this last little piece. It's gonna be pet peeves, right? Just things that we kind of, as lawyers, that kind of irk us. Um, just I'm, I'm spitting this since we're not live right now, guys. I'm, we're gonna try this, and if it doesn't work. It's getting cut out. You'll never see it anyway. Yeah, cut this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. We're working on him uh, cursing a little bit less. We're working on it. No, we're not. He's working on it. <sighs> yeah, I'm working on it, and by definition, he'll get better. Anyway, so one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is something that I hope we can get out there, is that people can understand what our job actually is. Too many times people assume that when they pay a criminal defense attorney that you are paying us to beat or win your case. That is not what you pay us for. Not at all. Okay. It is annoying <laughs> to consistently have people say, okay, well, if I pay you, you going to beat it. Right. That's, that's not how this works. I understand that when you pay a criminal defense attorney, you hope to win your case, but what you're actually paying us for is our experience and our knowledge and our counsel. We are to advise you through the system. We are to give you our knowledge. We're to say, hey, listen, with this evidence, here's what's likely going to happen. There are rules. We could try this. We could try that to help you navigate through a system that you have no idea usually how to navigate through without us in hopes that at the end of the day, we can get some form of justice. Now, justice could mean many different things for many different people. For some of you, it could mean getting you a plea deal. For some of you, it could mean, you know, get a motion uh, suppressed to suppress granted. Uh, maybe we go all the way and have to fight the case, get a not guilty verdict. There are many, many ways that people can get justice within the criminal justice system. But to think that you can pay your way out of any kind of crime, especially for the number that some of you are thinking that you're going to buy your way out of these crimes, I want you to understand a couple things. First and foremost, if there is a criminal defense attorney who is promising you something like a win for under six figures, I'm not sure how, like, who do you think they're paying off with that, right? For $10,000, 
they are going to have to get their cut. They're going to have to pay off a judge who's making at least six figures. They're going to have to pay off the court staff. They're going to have to pay off the district attorney. It's not going to happen. That's not how it works. And most of you shouldn't want it to work that way because most of us don't have that kind of money. And that would give an unfair advantage to those with money. So, no, you're, you're not paying someone just to win. You should pay someone that you trust. You should pay someone that knows the law. You should pay someone that doesn't kind of um, just tell you what you want to hear to get your money to make sure that they are knowledgeable, to make sure that they are straightforward and transparent. Those are the things that you pay for in an attorney. Mm -hmm. That is one of my pet peeves. I'll take it one little step further, but then I have my own. In fact, if I'm talking to you in a consultation and you you basically hint, right? Like, I'm paying you, so you're going to win this. I won't take you on as a client probably 90% of the time, right? Um, we'll have a discussion, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to cut the phone call off, but if you are a person that truly feels that way, we generally just aren't going to align because I know how it ends, right? And that's that's the part is, that's the worst part about this is if you don't set somebody's expectations, then, you know, you get to the end and all they, you know, they want their money back, they hate you, you told them they were going to win, you know, all that kind of stuff. So right. it, it never leads to any kind of fruitful relationship where you're giving advice that they care about. So, but my pet peeve is basically it's, it's kind of along the same lines because it's something we always hear, right? And I, I'll just phrase it like this, right? When you pay an attorney, okay, they go to court, they do something. Here's my pet peeve. Do not, don't think that you can do what I just did because I make it look easy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and I have this pet peeve because, and you know, clients, I could have did that myself. I didn't need you. Oh, I paid money for that. I Listen. So there's a, again, again, if you, here's the alternative, right? Is you pay the amount of money that you paid one of us with the experience that we have. And we go in there and make it look like shit. <laughs> right and we we don't know what we're doing and it's it, we make it look as hard as possible to your detriment why so we look like we're working for the money like it doesn't the alternative of what you're talking about is insane right so when we go in there and we're efficient and we know what we're doing and it looks easy you should be happy because if it's easy that means you have a good lawyer right that's my pet peeve well i think i think <laughs> i i agree with your pet peeve said differently is that essentially it's not really easy for us. It has just been practiced for us. We are professionals at it now, so we make that's, it look easy. And that's what I'm but saying. But we have worked Years, so hard to get there. When you do something exactly. a thousand times, guys, you figure out shortcuts. You figure out the best way to do this for your client. You figure out what you have to say, what you have to tell a judge, right? What you need to do, what you don't need to do. Well, you're a professional at it Correct. now. You've and done it so many times. we don't talk to you or we're not, you know, it doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't right. mean that we took your money and did nothing. Well, the things that we know that, you know, some of our clients may not know is that obviously the majority of our work is done here out, outside of, you know, in in our offices, Correct. researching, doing preparing. things, preparing, yes. getting all those things so that by the time we get into court, that's just like practice. Essentially, we've already done all the work. Now right. it's game time. So like essentially 
we are showing up to court to play the game, right? That's the and that's, that is our Sunday, that is our Super Bowl, that is when we're when we're actually doing the things. Yeah. But we've already practiced all week long. And so that's it, the one thing you know. I guess you hit it right on the nose, right? <clears throat> the one thing that is consistently discounted, and this is actually my pet peeve, is the amount of thought and work that goes into your case before we're in that courtroom for half an hour. There you go. Right? Yes. You just discount the fact that, like, listen, I promise you there's no chance that I just rolled in here and knew this, which means I had to take the time and prepare and know your case and read everything and do it again and do it again one more time because I want to look professional. I want it to go easy. I want it to be quick. I want it to be smooth. And then what I don't want is you to turn around and say, I could have done that. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a try. <laughs> but, guys, on that note, we thank you for your time. Please like, comment, subscribe, share. This year got a whole bunch of great things happening. Um, be a part of it. You're going to want to be a part of it. There's going to be a bunch of giveaways. There's going to be a bunch of uh, events. So look out. Bunch of whole new lineup of guests. It's and guys, all if you want to be on the show, hit us up. Right? We, we don't discriminate. We no. like to talk to everyone. You know, business owners. You know, friends from back home. I know you guys watch this. Come on. I know it's a little bit of a drive, but you get to hang out. It's not bad. Trust me. It's not like going to work. Till next time. See you.